God is glorious in his saints. Welcome to the Christian Saints Podcast. My name is Dr. Darren Ong, recording from Sepang in Malaysia. In this podcast, we explore the lives of the Christian saints from the Anglican, Roman Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox traditions. Today, we commemorate Saint Sophia and her daughters, Faith, Hope, and Charity. Saint Sophia was a widow in Italy who lived during one of the Roman Empire's persecutions of Christians. Her name, Sophia, means wisdom. She had three daughters with similarly meaningful names, Faith, Hope, and Charity. We can alternatively translate them as Faith, Hope, and Love. The names Faith, Hope, and Charity are taken from a famous passage in the first book of Corinthians chapter 13 as the three virtues that endure. Sophia, or wisdom, is also a common theme in the scriptures, particularly in the Old Testament. Here is a passage in the book of Proverbs in the Bible where wisdom is personified as a woman. Does not wisdom call out? Does not understanding raise her voice? At the highest point along the way, where the paths meet, she takes her stand, beside the gate leading into the city. At the entrance, she cries aloud, To you, O people, I call out, I raise my voice to all mankind. You who are simple, gain prudence. You who are foolish, set your hearts on it. Listen, for I have trustworthy things to say. I open my lips to speak what is right. My mouth speaks what is true, for my lips detest wickedness. All of the words of my mouth are just. None of them is crooked or perverse. To the discerning, all of them are right. They are upright to those who have found knowledge. Choose my instruction instead of silver, knowledge rather than gold. For wisdom is more precious than rubies, and nothing you desire can compare with her. I, wisdom, dwell together with prudence. I possess knowledge and discretion. To fear the Lord is to hate evil. I hate pride and arrogance, evil behavior and perverse speech. Counsel and sound judgment are mine. I have insight. I have power. By me, kings reign, and rulers issue decrees that are just. By me, princes govern, and nobles all who rule on earth. I love those who love me, and those who seek me find me. With me are riches and honor, enduring wealth and prosperity. My fruit is better than fine gold. What I yield surpasses choice silver. I walk in the way of righteousness along the paths of justice, bestowing a rich inheritance on those who love me, and making their treasuries full. Now then, my children, listen to me. 
Blessed are those who keep my ways. Listen to my instruction and be wise. Do not disregard it. Blessed are those who listen to me, watching daily at my doors, waiting at my doorway. For those who find me find life and receive favor from the Lord. For those who fail to find me harm themselves. All who hate me love death. Saint Sophia and her daughters, Faith, Hope, and Charity, lived in Rome during the reign of the Emperor Hadrian. The widow and her three children were not shy about their faith in Christ, and word of them reached the Emperor. They were taken to the Emperor Hadrian to face his judgment. In the account of their story, written by the Russian hagiographer St. Dmitri of Rostov. The night before facing the emperor, St. Sophia relays these words to her daughters. This translation is by Father Thomas Maretta. Sophia had sufficient time to instruct her children. She confirmed them in the faith day and night, teaching them with words inspired by God, and saying, My beloved daughters, the time has now come for you to contend for Christ. The hour has arrived for you to be betrothed into your immortal bridegroom. In accordance with your names, may you display firm faith, undoubting hope, and unfeigned and never-failing love. The hour has come for you to rejoice, for you shall be crowned with the crown of martyrdom, by your most beloved bridegroom, and will enter with gladsome voices into his bridal chamber. My daughters, for the sake of the honor in which you will be held by Christ, who is more comely than the sons of men, do not spare your flesh. For the sake of life eternal, pity not the bloom of your youth, nor hesitate to suffer the deprivation of this fleeting life. For your beloved Jesus Christ, who dwells in the heavens, is eternal well-being and beauty inexpressible. When your bodies have been tortured to death for his sake, he will robe them in incorruption, and the wounds which you bear on your flesh will shine like the stars in heaven. When you have been deprived of your beauty for his sake, he will adorn you with heavenly beauty, such as the eye has not beheld. When you have laid down your souls for your Lord and suffered the loss of your temporal lives, he will grant you life eternal, and he will glorify you unto the ages before his heavenly Father and before his holy angels. You will be called Christ's brides and his confessors by all the hosts of heaven. All the holy monastics shall praise you, and the wise virgins will rejoice over you and receive you into their company. My sweet children, do not allow yourselves to be deceived by the enemy's allurements, for the emperor will entice you greatly and promise you rich presents, offering you glory, wealth, honor, and all the beautiful and sweet things of this corruptible and vain world. But love none of these things, for they all vanish like smoke 
and are scattered like dust by the wind, and like a flower or grass wither and return to the earth. Neither be daunted by the prospect of grievous tortures, for having suffered them but a short while, and having overcome the foe, you will rejoice forever. I believe that my God, Jesus Christ, will not forsake you, should you resolve to suffer for him. For he said, Even if a woman should forget her offspring, yet I shall not forget thee. He will remain with you throughout all the tortures you will suffer, looking upon your struggles, strengthening your infirmity, and preparing a plated crown for your reward. My good daughters, remember the pains which I underwent in bearing you. Remember the labors I endured in rearing you. Remember my words by which I taught you the fear of God, and comfort your mother in her old age with your good and brave confession of Christ. When I am deemed worthy to be called the mother of martyrs, and will behold you suffering bravely for Christ, confessing his holy name and dying for him, I will have more happiness, joy, honor, and glory than any of the faithful. My soul will be magnified, and my spirit will rejoice, and I will be strengthened in my old age. Having obeyed the instructions of your mother, you will truly be my daughters, if you contest for your Lord, even unto the shedding of your blood, and with fervor submit to death for him. Having hearkened with compunction to their mother's words, the daughters were stricken in heart, and they rejoiced in spirit, awaiting the time of their martyrdom, as though it were the hour of their nuptials. Being the holy branches of a sacred root, they desired with all their heart that which their most wise mother, Sophia, had taught them to thirst after. They stored her words in their hearts and prepared themselves for the contest of martyrdom, as though they were to enter a bridal chamber, girding themselves with faith, bolstering themselves with hope, and kindling in themselves the fire of love for the Lord. They strengthened one another and promised their mother that with Christ's help they would translate into deeds her edifying words to them. The emperor sought to convince the three children to renounce their faith by offering sacrifices to the pagan goddess Artemis. We will follow this account from the website of the Orthodox Church in America. When the holy virgins and their mother came before the emperor, everyone present was amazed at their composure. They looked as though they had been brought to some happy festival, rather than to torture. Summoning each of the sisters in turn, Hadrian urged them to offer sacrifice to the goddess Artemis. The young girls remained unyielding. Then the emperor ordered them to be tortured. They burned the holy virgins over an iron grating, then threw them into a red-hot oven, and finally into a cauldron with boiling tar, but the Lord preserved them. The youngest child, 
love, was tied to a wheel, and they beat her with rods until her body was covered all over with bloody welts. After undergoing unspeakable torments, the holy virgins glorified their heavenly bridegroom and remained steadfast in the faith. They subjected Saint Sophia to another grievous torture. The mother was forced to watch the suffering of her daughters. She displayed adamant courage and urged her daughters to endure their torments for the sake of the heavenly bridegroom. All three maidens were beheaded and joyfully bent their necks beneath the sword. In order to intensify Saint Sophia's inner suffering, the emperor permitted her to take the bodies of her daughters. She placed their remains in coffins and loaded them on a wagon. She drove beyond the city limits and reverently buried them on a high hill. Saint Sophia sat there by the graves of her daughters for three days, and finally she gave up her soul to the Lord. Even though she did not suffer for Christ in the flesh, she was not deprived of a martyr's crown. Instead, she suffered in her heart. Believers buried her body there, beside her daughters. Let us hear an excerpt of a homily by the Greek Orthodox Metropolitan Augustinus of Florina about Saint Sophia and her three daughters. Saint Sophia and her three daughters teach us, my beloved, that if we wish to be faithful Christians, that Christianity will cost us, and the more faithful we are, the more it will cost us. Many of us have become successful in this world. We find a myriad of ways to justify our seemingly proper and scandalous station. Woe to us if we do not set as a foundation the heroic mindset which define the holy martyrs. These three little girls should censure the world. The martyrs are the greatest censure of our lukewarm, miserable, and thrice-wretched Christianity. However, Saint Sophia and her three daughters teach us not only through their martyrdoms, but also through their names. The name Sophia, what does that teach us? Wisdom, we hear in church when the priest holds the gospel and raises it, showing it to the whole multitude of the faithful. The gospel, in other words, is full of wisdom. There is no wiser book. Wisdom is Christ himself, the Logos of God. Do you remember the wondrous apostolic reading which we read three days ago on the Feast of the Cross? He said, But we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and folly to Gentiles. But to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, 
Christ the power of God and the wisdom of God in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Christ is wisdom, truth, and life. Saint Sophia, therefore, through her name, brings to mind that we must seek from God the illumination of divine wisdom. The names of her three daughters bring to mind the three great theological virtues. Faith, awesome power, light, a star, foundation, and root. Oh, if there were within our hearts this virtue, we could even bring down the stars from the heavens to the earth, and we could melt the mountains, and even the greatest hindrances would be solved. Do we have faith? If we had faith, 100% faith, the world would be different. But today, people don't even believe 1%. Take almost any Christian and ask him, and you would see that he is full of doubts, totally full of ifs. If one has an if, then you don't have faith. Faith is to believe 100% in reality, that which our Holy Church teaches us. Hope also brings to mind that in this world we have a need for life-giving hope, which would warm us like the sun. The Christian who believes that God is a loving and nurturing Father, an Almighty Father, and all-wise, he would hope that all those things that God promised, all kinds of great and uplifted and indescribable good things, he will give to him. And finally, love, with her name, reminds us of the fulfillment and the crown of the virtues. In this world of hatred, egotism, greed and other evils, love today has grown cold. It is truly a terrible thing, as the sacred Chrysostom says, for us to see the sun be quenched one day. But it is even more terrible for love to be quenched. It is better for the sun to be quenched than for love to be quenched, because it is the sun for our souls. And Christ himself prophesied that there will come a cursed day for which the sun of love will be quenched, and cold and frost will reign upon the earth. Matthew chapter 24 verse 12. Saint Sophia and her daughters are commemorated on the 15th of May in the Western Church and on September the 17th in the Eastern Church. The Hagia Sophia, one of the most famous churches in the world, the church that formerly served as the seat of the Patriarch of Constantinople, this church is named in her honour, as is the city of Sophia, the capital of Bulgaria. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Christian Saints Podcast. Look for the Christian Saints Podcast page on Facebook or Instagram, or find us on Twitter at podcast underscore saints. All music in this episode was composed by my good friend, James John Marks of Generative Sounds. Please check out his music at generativesoundsjjm.bandcamp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, 
please consider giving us a rating on iTunes or whatever podcast app you use, so more people can find the Christian Saints podcast and be blessed by these stories of God's saints. Let us end by reading the Troparian and Kontakian for Saint Sophia and her three daughters. The Church celebrates and rejoices in the feasts of the three daughters, Faith, Hope and Love, and their mother, Sophia, so named for her wisdom. For in them she gave birth to the three godly virtues. Now they eternally behold their bridegroom, God the Word. Let us spiritually rejoice in their memory and cry out, O our three heavenly protectors, Establish, confirm, and strengthen us in faith, hope, and love. The children, faith, hope, and love were as three young promises of holiness to the venerable Sophia. Through divine grace, they confounded Greek philosophy. They fought and obtained an incorruptible crown from Christ, the master of all. Thank you.